The galaxy will be remade. The Jedi... ...will die. The boy is dangerous. They all sense it. Why can't you? Um, you know, uh, as, as we get into this episode, you, you, you know, you know what the one thing I, I realized was from Star Wars was Padawan. I didn't know that was from Star Wars. Oh, young After Padawan? You didn't know that? Yeah. No, that was pretty cool. <laughs> it's because you've heard it in other, uh, in other, yeah, like, I've uh, heard it so many texts. times, like other shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Tim, Yo. did you say, did, der, sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay, we'll, I'll just do we'll a quick intro and show, then I get guess. into her. <laughs> yeah. I know you only have uh, 49 minutes. Oh, no, I'm just excited. <laughs> Good. Hey there, Jedi. This week is another nice. week in Star Wars Nation, uh, galaxy far, far away, and a podcast right between your ears. I am one of your hosts, Tim. I like that. And this week I am joined by Attic. Tim, I love that intro. Thank you, buddy. And Sean. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, yeah, we'll keep trying them out until we find something good. I was thinking even next week I'll uh, rotate it. We'll throw it to somebody else and uh, they can do the intro. Just really I like give it a the, feel uh, of the, all the of us. podcast between the ears, man. I like that. Nice. <laughs> right between the ears. Love it. Uh, this week we are talking about episode one, The Phantom Menace. Uh, oh, who wants to lead us off today? Where do we where do we where do we begin? I have a question here. I have a question. Yes. One, you you was it was it one of you guys or both of you guys that said that you guys didn't really like this movie? There's no way it's going to be a disappointment. Are there any of you that think this is going to be a lousy movie? No! Finally, after a long wait, the midnight crowd, myself included, packed the AMC 14 theater. The lights dimmed. The projector rolled. And... I like the, uh, the special effects. I thought Lucas did a really good job. I think that little Anakin Skywalker, and everyone's going to say it, stole that movie. I mean, I don't want to bag the movie, but I really didn't think I cared about the characters. It had good effects. I'm not too big on the acting, but hey, that's just me. Thumbs way down. You didn't like it? No, I I think I deserve a public apology from George Lucas. I was kind of disappointing in the ending, but uh, yeah, I got to say it was worth the wait. (laughs) Not just us. A massive amount of people do not like really? this movie. Really? Oh, I yeah. fucking enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to that point, uh, I'm going to steal this from the show uh, How I Met Your Mother. There was the Ewok theory. How you could tell how somebody was of a certain age. How, 
because the yeah how old a girl is based on whether she found Ewoks cute because it reminded them of their teddies oh. or if she didn't <laughs> like Ewoks right but yeah. why didn't why wouldn't they like it because it scared them because they were too young right or something uh, no because like they were adults and they realized it was really stupid but, oh, and they yeah, just didn't relate to it. Yeah. Yeah. So Ewoks were put into the movie. You haven't met them yet for an older generation, for a younger generation. That's when Lucas was really pushing Star Wars for kids. Um, there is a lot of apologists for this movie, and there's a lot of people that fucking love it, but they are younger than us. They're like in their 20s now like just now like my niece's age she just went off to university i think people your age hate jojo beans because he's one of the new characters he is one of the new characters actually what do you guys think of uh jar jar jojo beans yeah i think he's really funny i also like the name does your dad disagree with you see <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him as much as you. You have sweeter taste, I think, when you're a child, don't you? You have more saccharine kind of outlook on life. But, um, so maybe Jar Jar is, 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 a, is a work of genius. My friend, who has a seven-year-old son, he loves Star Wars, but to him, it's all Star Wars, you know? Episodes one through six, plus the Clone Wars, plus the video games, whatever Lucas was doing right by us, kind of seems like he's still doing right by kids today. Wait. I fucking loved it. I I, I, I I went in there, though, with really low expectations. Mm. Um, just from what you guys have basically been telling me and stuff. Um, but, uh, no, I I, fucking, I really enjoyed it. So, Attic, you and I are a, a lot alike when it comes to, mo- like, movies. If it's, like, I, I feel like Tim is a little bit more... Um, involved in like the plot and like everything going into it when you you and i are very visual and we're like this is cool yes (laughs) this is fun oh yeah right like like, look at them go right and like nothing nothing against you at all tim and like because i do i do like going into the the lore of everything and deep into uh the nerd that i am and i love the sequels so much and the prequels I have, I do have an affinity for them <clears throat> because when they came out, I was, I don't know, how old were we? 10, um, 13? When was this one would have been probably like, least? probably 10 or 11. It was 99. Yeah. 99. Yeah. So there. it still reminds me as a part of my childhood that like I enjoyed and the people I watched the movie with, I know that I enjoyed it then too. So like, I don't hate the movie like a lot of people do, but I don't. <clears throat> love love it like i'd much rather the 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 sequels rather than the prequels what why did they take so long to to make the movies anyways from like the 70s to the 90s you guys don't lucas had said that like the story was done there, there wasn't anything left uh-huh. to tell that was a big part of it for him and then another part of it was uh, all the innovations that he did in the 70s and 80s, um, he he did that through developing the movies and like kind of part and parcel of his special effects and the movies. It where you're absolutely right, Sean. I, I'm looking at the plot, the lore, the bigger picture. That's why I can enjoy really bad movies more than blockbusters. Is when 
there's a cool idea behind it. Um, so he waited till the 90s, and then he largely developed with all the money people were willing to give him to get a Star Wars movie going, a lot of CGI technology. There is a lot of brand new technology. A lot of what we see in the Marvel movies today is built on the foundation of what he did here. I remember meeting Liam Neeson after he'd done one of the Star Wars movies and he went, Robin, I don't know anymore. I really don't want to act. I've given up. I don't really think I can. I think because I've just spent time looking at an X. I don't know what it's about anymore, really. I've trained to do lots of amazing things, but now I've just been looking at an X for a long time. And if I saw him, I went, oh no, they've gotten poor Liam. Dear God, dear God. That's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Even the opening scroll in this movie is fucking boring. <laughs> it's not saying much. <laughs> really, eh? Like, I, I, I don't know why I found I thought it was entertaining. <laughs> There's a trade dispute and a blockade happening, so some peaceful Jedi are gonna go there and have a conversation <laughs> about how we can open Am- up ambassadors. Trade. Ambassadors, of but the you, you, you could tell this movie was made for a lot, just just to. I mean, I, I know it goes back to being number one, but just like you could tell that it was made for a lot of character development more than anything, right? Yeah. It's just not even really to carry much of a storyline. Um, it's just more like these are where the characters, this is where they came from. Like this is their background, right? And that's what has always been my problem with uh, different uh, movies. Like that's why I didn't like the Marvel Universe a lot is like when you are just – when you're not saying anything, you're just building towards the next movie. I find that yeah. very personally frustrating. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think that that's, uh, I don't think that's good for cinema or movies, but I get it. If you're going to sell three movies, you're going to have to have one explaining what's about to happen. Or, or just the background. See, I, I love, I, I really like knowing the backgrounds of the characters and stuff. Like I always wonder, like, even if it's just some fictitious movie that, that, you know, that ends with this guy, like going home or something like that after a long war. I'm like, what did you do? I'm like, I wish they could make a movie, but what he does when he gets home. You know? It's just so interesting to find out their backstories. You would hate No Country for Old Men. It's such a good movie, but it's left so open-ended that you like leave there screaming, like, what just happened? <laughs> I haven't seen that. I'll check it out. I think it's on Netflix. Me either. It'll be frustrating. It is slow, just to warn you. It's a cool movie, and no questions are answered. <laughs> that's the worst attic what did uh what did you think of jar jar binks uh hold on a second here i wrote a couple notes i mean i i really really liked him i, I thought he was fucking hilarious he's just so stupid it's the best Me's like the part where the part where he he like right in the middle of the war, but someone's like attached to him or something like that. And then he's whipping him around and then using his gun to shoot all the other people by accident. Yeah, like his foot free- gets stuck, <laughs> gets stuck in the gun or something, and he's like shooting. Yeah. So I wanted to walk across the bridge with my son. Then I got to this point on the bridge that I hadn't seen in a long time. And it was really the reason why I hadn't walked across the bridge in in 18 years. It was the spot where I almost ended my life. I grabbed my son and 
my phone and I took a picture of that moment. The reason why I almost ended my life on the Brooklyn Bridge was because 20 years ago, I played Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars. I faced a media backlash that really made me feel like my life was over. I loved the work. And throughout my life, I've always wanted to be one of those actors that disappeared into roles. Jar Jar was that times 100 because I could literally disappear into Jar Jar. I, could, I was not there. And that to me was just the height of, of the art form. The, the best thing to feel is, all right, here we go. This is gonna open the doors to so many different things and so many different opportunities. Then the movie came out. And there was just so much hate and venom and anger directed at me. And I took it personally. And a lot of times, you know, I hear people say, we're not talking about you, we're talking about Jar Jar. We're talking about me. I put a lot of me into that work. And if you talk to any artist and you talk to any artist who really cares about their work, you're talking about them. The hardest part for me in that entire situation was all of the criticism that came from uh, a racially motivated point of view. Growing up being black and wanting to be an artist, which is a very challenging and brave thing to do, it's not easy. We're always faced as black artists with this idea of being a sellout, right? We have our guard up when it comes to being portrayed as an Uncle Tom, a racial stereotype, or anything that makes you as a black person look less than. It hit me. It came right for me. I was called every racial stereotype you can imagine. There was this like criticism on being this Jamaican broken dialect, which was offensive because I'm of West Indian descent, I'm not Jamaican. It was debilitating. I didn't know how to respond. I was a 26-year-old kid. I didn't have an agent. I didn't have a manager. I didn't have a publicist. I didn't know anything about that. I was just alone. Standing on the edge of the Brooklyn Bridge at that time, I had the same thought. I looked out at the East River and I looked out at the Statue of Liberty and I said, well, I had a good life. As I was standing there, a gust of wind just came by and it was really strong and knocked me off balance, right? And I caught myself. That's when I woke up. I caught myself. I thought to myself, if I was really about it, if I really wanted to do this, if I was really about that life, I would have let that gust of wind just take me. But I didn't. 20 years later, I'm on the bridge with my son and I'm looking at the spot. 
just looking at it. And I take this picture. I took the picture of me and my boy and I put it on Twitter. And all of a sudden it went everywhere. And people were calling me and everybody started talking about it. And it was surprising because I never really, uh, I never really thought anybody would care. Yeah, Tim, Tim I don't know if you want to get into, into that right away, or do you want to talk more about the movie? Let's uh, kind of rapid fire get through the big points of the movie, like the, the arc, okay. and then there's two big theories that I'd like to talk about at the end. Okay. Um, so they're on a Jedi cruiser. They come up to the, the Federation uh, ships doing this blockade on Naboo. Um, we're introduced to Qui-Gon Jinn and his Padawan trainer, uh, trainee Obi Wan Kenobi, which uh, who who is playing Qui Gon Jinn again? Liam Neeson. Uh, Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. Yeah. Fucking knocked it out of the park. Both of these characters right away. You're invested yeah, in like what's sure. about to happen. Um, some cool kind of like uh, alien designs with the Federation things. Uh, n- note some of the eyes and the way that they talk because that's gonna come back into the conversation i want to have at the end but uh and then we're like we see the battle droids which look pretty cool really computer animated and the battle droid which is one of my favorite droid designs mm-hmm. um yeah i guess there's not much to really touch on there uh we see some cool like force abilities for the first time jumping off high uh things and landing softly it's really hard to and catch r- running fast the running fast like very fast right when they realize that they're pinned down by those droids that have the shields up and you see them like the way they like they're like sonic yeah they're just gone i never saw never saw that before that was really cool i i don't think i caught it before either and it just to see them like whoosh away um never registered with me no they play that one pretty uh pretty softly i like that and then they go down to the when I watched, service. When I watched it again in anticipation, I, I noticed that. And I was like, why don't I remember that? Like, And it, and it makes sense because I always thought about the force. They they use it to, like in battle to uh, push enemies or hold enemies. And like, why not use it to evade? Right? And I, yeah. I've never seen that or heard anyone talk about that before. Um, it, that is a big part in the, the books is like their uh, ability to move quickly like that. The high leaping. Um, mm-hmm. they have other powers like so Jedi are broken up into several different classes the knights are the warriors and for whatever reason that the council they're heavily dominated by knights but there's also healers there's uh, ones that can grow plants they're sent to different planets to help out with like food shortages and stuff and diplomats uh. yeah so like there is a lot of force powers we don't get to see in the movies but i'm glad they got the the fast travel and they made it look really cool mm-hmm. um am i still cutting in and out cool. or am i still good you're good right now no you're good yeah. yeah um yeah i don't know if there's much more to say about this cool ship design this is really where like the the cgi to me is so apparent and different from the other movies feeling mm-hmm. that real to like they wanted to make 
to show how grand and big things are. And I think something is immediately lost when you're jumping into this movie. See, I, I thought I thought that whole uh, race that they did, um, like with all the CGI in it, it just it, it was so fucking cool, and it just reminded me of how, like, and maybe because I've just watched everything you know pretty close together for the most part, it just cool. Like in in the in the just the order that I'm watching them, it's just you're seeing it evolve. Yeah. Um, like the technology and stuff like that. I mean, I, I thought the way they did the races and like the announcers, I wrote that like the announcers were hilarious. Do you know who like, the announcer was? I, I, I really enjoyed. No. Jeff Probst from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyways? Whose Line? Yeah. Greg Proops. Oh, no way. Really? Oh, Greg Proops. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Greg Proops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he does a lot of voice work, actually. He's in The Nightmare Before Christmas. Really? That's cool. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And if yeah, you look in the, the crowd, you can in see Halloween Willow. Tim. Willow? Yeah. The the actor that played Willow, he's uh, in the stands cheering on. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so not much more to touch on. We've seen the ships. Then they fly down to uh, Naboo for the first time. You're kind of like in a swampy area. And here we meet Jar Jar. Um Misa don't like Jar Jar. Misa think Jar Jar useless character. Misa called Jar Jar Binks. Misa, your humble servant. But you guys, you guys <laughs> like him. You have an affinity for his, uh, his bumbling ways. I think he's fucking hilarious. You don't <laughs> like him? I've never cared for him. I I can really appreciate slapstick and uh, the the man uh, Ahmed. <laughs> Ahmed Best, I think his name is. I, I could be way off on that, but the the actor yeah, that yeah, played him did a really great job with the puppet work because he was walking around with like a, a jar jar thing on his head, and his uh, face was in his neck would like during the filming of it to make it uh, oh, give him the cool. height. Yeah, I I think he did great body work um, for what he was given. It was just I loved it. Um, yeah, and then they. We see a suspiciously high leap from Jar Jar after they escape the droids, and he swims down to uh, the Gungan city mm. in the swamps. I think it was like a 20-foot leap straight up into the air and then down. It was um, extremely high. Yeah. The Gungans, they give him a ship. We see that cool, like, going through the core of a planet, which is apparently just water. Yeah, it wasn't a hot core at all. It's like, okay. Okay. It's the core of a, a a very lush planet with forests and you know <laughs> life. <laughs> There's no, it's not a hot core. It's just strange. Yeah, that was a weird choice. But they, they, so they go through the core of the planet to get to the, like the Naboo side, um, and they're already being invaded. Hold on, I want to I want to stop you right there and ask Attic what he thought of all the sea monsters that they had to. Oh, that they it was kept getting. Cool. There, there's just like a bigger monster after another. <laughs> it's like one big piranha after. Like it just reminded me of piranhas right away. Like the very first one that grabbed the hold of their ship, just reminded. And the me very of just, last like, one had arms. Had... Yeah, that was. Fun. Yeah, he actually. Yeah. It, it, it was Again, cool with their CGI, the that they're and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you got exactly. Jar Jar in the front really cool seat freaking out. 
You don't find that funny? Yeah. <laughs> you don't find that funny? I was dying. Oh, it's, over, it's it's over the top. I get I like I get it. it, Tim. I do get it, but like I don't mind. I don't mind him as a character. He's he's part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not saying he's my favorite character by any means. <clears throat> and he is his, is is he useless in the movie? Or does he have important well, does he become happen. like a he becomes like a general or something, doesn't he? At the end, yeah. Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed when, when that part came up. I was like, oh, "Why? God. What? Why would you make I him a general?" I love him. I love him. Why'd you get kicked out of there? <laughs> Misa has a one or two itty bitty accidente. He's not Italian. No, he is not Italian. Um, I guess maybe we should touch on this as opposed to avoiding it for too much longer, because we've we've seen the the first alien race and now uh, Jar Jar Binks. There is accusations that, and I find them pretty grounded, of some pretty heavy fucking racism in this movie. <laughs> so Jar Jar Binks is really? written to be like a Caribbean galley slave. Was one quote I heard. But like really inappropriate kind of slave, like uh, Rasta guy, like a cartoonish version of a black man from Slave Times, and then I don't find that at all. <laughs> and that's because you have a beautiful heart and you don't see hate. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've already come in with like a tainted view. I kind of see it, but uh, and then you have. The Trade Federation with the squinty eyes and the way that they talk is like, that's kind of Chinese aesthetic to some of their uniforms, too. Like, there, there is like a bit of an Oriental, like, motif happening there that seems kind of offensive. You see, you get this, Tim. I never even thought, that never even crossed my mind, like, the subtle racism Mm-hmm. until you mentioned it or sent that article to me i was like like i i guess i see it but maybe i, I guess i'm like attic i just i like i didn't put any of that together you don't have I any just of thought those bigoted were... thoughts in your head so you're not applying no. the stereotypes I, everything to these i characters. Every... no of course not because they're aliens Right, they're, yes. they're 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 different life forms. They're exactly. From, so, like when I'm watching this with an open mind, and I see a character that has an accent or is speaking a certain language, I don't question it at all. Why? Because it's a fucking alien I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> He's <Exactly>. green skin. <laughs> fucking human. Like, right? Like, like I'm sorry. Are they gonna say that um, speaking Hatties is going is in a way racist too? When like, you get because there's the... a lot of people who, right, when they're on uh, Tatooine, it's run by the huts. When you get to the cartoons, right? so they they're also... made out to look like a yeah. mafia family, like beat for beat. There's even in a mafia <laughs> the huts, episode. Really? <laughs> Man, why are you do this to me, Jabba? Uh, like he literally is saying it. it like the Godfather. He's like, oh, the, uh, what, what, Jabba? I... <laughs> You know what I love when Jabba the Hutt fell asleep during the races. <laughs> Somebody had to wake him up. <laughs> funny. Uh, before we hop off, because like this is jumping ahead a little oh, bit, but if we're gonna talk about the racism, they do suggest the mm-hmm. Toydarian is made to look like a uh, an Arabic guy, where he's like Which... uh, 
Um, Which one is that? And Anakin's uh, owner, uh, the flying. Oh, really? Guy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that character. Oh, that blue I, guy. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I I love that character. I always have. Yeah. It's just such an interesting character, and I actually like, kind of like the way he talks. Yeah. What? So why why wasn't he affected by the force? So depending on how strong your mind is, or depending on how your species brain is built sometimes the force can't penetrate there's different Uh insect species that think differently so they can't affect them um and then there's just other ones that have a very strong mind so there's a lot of either force sensitive or just really intelligent people out there that they can't push that's like when we saw in uh uh, the stormtroopers are so easy to push is because they're simple-minded soldiers or weak. Yeah. yeah. I always heard, I always heard it as weak. Yeah. It's easy. The Jedi mind tricks were yeah. like just weak minded, not saying that they're unintelligent. They're just easily persuaded. I guess. Yeah. yeah we see the, the army's marching into, uh, into the capital city of Naboo. This is something that bothered me about it. And I get what's happening is that, Everybody's already been moved to camps, but the scenes seem so empty, even just filled with droids. Like, you don't see anybody getting really bustled away until we find the Queen's uh, entourage and the pilots and stuff like that. But it was just, I don't know if you guys felt that way, too. In my head, while I was watching everything play out, I was like, well, when are they taking it over? Because I haven't seen them take anyone yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like or, or go around the village or whatever it is and look for people. So I kinda know what you're saying. Yeah. Were they not trying to keep it like a little more PG? Probably. Yeah, you don't want right? like the people getting moved to death camps. Especially being shown. when they're when they're taking children too. Right? And like like 'cause that that could touch some people. Yeah. And like yeah. Right? Like because yeah, slavery true. is implied in the movie. But, like, you never like, really apparently. see anyone tr- treated like a slave, right? Like, Anakin and his mom yeah. have their own home. They're making food. Yeah. Anakin's a happy kid, or seems like a happy kid. He gets to build things, right? So, like, I feel the movie was very um, directed towards uh, preteens. Okay. I right? didn't want to show him something too crazy, right? Because it's like, it's like George Lucas had all the nerds already from the 70s and 80s, and he's like, but times progress. Like I'm, I need new fans. I need fans that are going to keep this going. So I feel like maybe he was trying to appeal to them, to another crowd. I've never makes thought sense. of it that way, and it does make sense. You don't want to see robots marching people off to death camps right? for a broad appeal. Personally, I would have loved to see it. <laughs> like people just getting beaten by the yeah. robots and like, oh yeah, chased off to the camps. Absolutely. That would have. Filled like, up everything. You... Bodies on the ground, blaster marks on the walls. <laughs> yeah. Burn some like more, of them, you know? More implied violence. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, to- I totally agree. And, like, that's where the, like, an addict, you'll learn this going forward. The movies, get, like, they get better mm-hmm. as they go. I thought like, it was pretty fucking good. Like, no, oh, absolutely. But, I mean, like, the the ones that have, like, come out in last, came out in the last few years. <clears throat> They right. free the pilots and then they take off in uh, the the Naboo ship, which was so Nubian. fucking gorgeous. The Nubian ship, yeah. it was. It's it's silver and like kind of like a UFO nineteen fifties uh, kind of like uh, look to it. And it looks on... like a stealth 
one of the mm-hmm. U.S. military stealth planes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Looks exactly, almost exactly like it. And I've and I could be wrong. I didn't actually look it up, but when I watched the movie again, I noticed that that plane. I'm like, that plane looks familiar. When I was a kid, I never put it together. I was like, that's just a cool spaceship. But it kind of yeah, looks yeah. like one of the stealth jets that the U.S. Air Force has. We should Google that. I always uh, I think Tim's on it. Equate it. Oh, I'm gonna let's just pretend we're like we're absolutely right. Uh, I always equate it with uh, a, a look that I later found out. It's called retrofuturism. So it's like where they Retro, take, oh, cool. yeah, they take like hot rods from the fifties and then they kind of like use those lines and they make ships and like buildings and stuff like that, like Art Deco almost. And that's what I always yeah, thought when I saw that they the Neb, what do they call it? Not Nabuin, Nabian, uh, Nubian, Nubian, uh, the ship design, like even their fighters how I always, is fucking cool. How you always remember it is how Anakin's owner says it. Ah, Nubian. Nubian. <laughs> On this ship, we are introduced to a new old friend. Sean, who was that? That is the great, the amazing, the best droid in the world, in the universe, R2-D2. What was he doing there? That was another thing that I, that clued into me after watching it again, was that um, how did r2d2 get into the hands that i know that it gets that we all know that it gets into right like where did r2 come from he was on um a luxury or like a a queen is it her ship yeah it's the queen's ship it's the queen's ship yeah right and that like he belonged to her essentially that was her droid where palpatine and jar jar and padme are all from yeah uh yeah queen amidala uh which so that's her ship. They're they're running through the blockade, and uh, R two D two has to step up and save the day on the ship, repairing something while like fucking droids are getting exploded all the way around. And that's they cool. thought they were done for, but not R two. He's R2. the best. He just he he has R two has a, a sentient, um, like like life force. He's I so in, like he figures things out on his own. He's so intelligent. Yeah. Like the guy. Uh, uh, piloting the ship even said he was like oh he bypassed the whatever he says main power coupling like to think like yeah main power coupling, like yeah i, I too, think man. that there could be an argument made that he is self-aware that like he has surpassed his programming and he's I, aware oh i, I think, think he so. has been i think so for i sure. think we we talked about this actually yeah when we watched the when we watched uh four and five if i could say that that princess is a fucking badass man like, she is just like, fuck you, I'm not giving up, I'm not signing shit to nobody. Like, she's a badass, man. <laughs> yeah. And canonically, the character's age is 14. She's queen of the planet at 14. No way, really? Yeah. 14. yeah. Natalie Portman plays Queen Amidala. She's pretending to be one of the handmaids. Uh, they make it past, but they have to stop yes. at a planet. And the only one not controlled by the Trade Federation on their way to Coruscant is going to be Tatooine, the place that we first saw Luke. And now this comes up a lot in the prequels and then later on in other movies is something that I feel strongly about is in the fabric of Star Wars and I like, but many other people hate, 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 is the cyclical nature of the universe. So... 
you know, like a, a story begins on a desert planet and then goes through. And then like when the next story begins, it's also on a desert planet. There's themes of twins. There's all, all these other like repetitions and stuff like that that happen, which I, I thought was fucking cool when we get to uh, Tatooine and we, we see mm-hmm. Annie. Um, one thing that like fucking disturbed me the whole time is like I think that little kid probably did as good as a job as a kid can do acting but he kept saying yippee and it's almost like they yeah. used the same sound clip over and over again because it was like it, like in post or something it's like yeah, clean up clean up all the racks and then you can go home for the you day go home. yeah yeah yippee <laughs> did you also notice that Jar Jar says it too Oh my god! I that didn't notice him people saying, saying "yippee" in that movie is they say it happens way more than you think it does. <laughs> it's it's too many times, man. Man. Once is too many times. I've never met a child. Absolutely, that's yippee! <laughs> it's out of a Stephen King novel. You are so blind. You so do not understand. You weren't there at the beginning. You don't know how good it was. How important. This is it for you, this jumped-up firework display of a toy advert. People like you make me sick. What's wrong with you? Now, I don't care if you've saved up all your 50 Ps, okay? Take your pocket money and get out! (laughs) What a prick. Tim, can I have a word with you in my office? Have a seat, Tim. Twiglet? Better not. I was like you once. Blonde hair, scraggy little beard, childlike ears, full of beans and spunk. I let my principles get in the way sometimes. I punched a bloke in the face once for saying Hawk the Slayer was rubbish. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. But that's not the point, Tim. The point is, I was defending the fantasy genre with terminal intensity, when what I should have said is, Dad, you're right. Well, let's give Krull a try, and we'll discuss it later. The Phantom Menace was 18 months ago, Tim. I know, Bilbo. Okay, just, it still hurts. You know, that kid wanted a Jar Jar doll. Kids like Jar Jar. Why? What about the Ewoks? Hey, they were rubbish. You don't complain about them. Yeah, but Jar Jar Binks makes the Ewoks look like fucking Shaft. I've had enough, Tim. But Bilbo... I know how you feel, right? I really do. But this can't go on. What are you trying to say, Bilbo? I'm going to have to let you go. Phew! (laughs) I thought you were going to fire me then. I was like... Phew! Look at that. Can I say something about... Anakin inviting over these random people that he just met over to his yep. house. Mm-hmm. I, I found it a little weird that given his age and given how old everyone else is and this crazy I mean, I'm sure they're used to the aliens there mm-hmm. but this kid just invited these random people over to the house and like the mother didn't even question it. It's because like, he's it's because he's strong with the force. He could fe- He could feel that these people were okay and safe and friendly and that they could help them. And did his mom know that at this point? I think yes. so. Okay. Well, yeah, cuz okay. yeah, cuz remember she she says uh she tells um Qui-Gon that 
um, it was an immaculate conception. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. All right, so okay, she she, she knows that he okay. has powers, and she has said that, that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't put two right. and two together because when I, yeah. when that came up, I was just like, "This is kind of weird." Yeah. That like, was an random odd kid. choice. <laughs> A virgin birth. I've never questioned mm-hmm. it before. I'm not going to question it now. I like the, it. I, yeah. <laughs> but like, but wait, who? Ha? What? <laughs> Uh, when the Doug goes to attack him, uh, we're going to circle back and talk about the point you made that there seems to be a set of rules. He's like, oh, if you weren't a slave, I'd fucking kill you. He's like, oh, yeah, what a shame. Mm-hmm. You'd have to pay for me, which I thought was like a gangster ass line. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, just He's used got to chops. It. <laughs> uh, they go, they meet Shmi, work on the pod racer. A, 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 a bet is made. That uh, if they can win, they'll get all their parts. Um, they're allowed to use Anakin as a driver because uh, the what's his name? The guy that owns him, the little Firefly guy. Yeah, the Firefly guy. Yeah, he he allows it so that he can make some money in this bet. Blah blah blah. Um, like Greedo's race. There's one of those kids. But they're so disproportionate in their sizing and their heads and stuff like that. It just always comes off weird. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> to say something like, oh, that's awesome. Or that's really cool. The kids say, that's really wizard, Annie. And that's yeah. always yeah. bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was awesome. I was just like, yeah. You know why they think it's cool? Because they know that Jedis are are. Lot, a lot of people call them wizards, right. right? That's one thing you don't realize is a lot of people think Jedi's are acro- like space wizards. Like they're, Move they're, shit with your mind. They're space but... wizards, yeah. They're like they're hokey. Yeah. It's a, you know, like they're a joke. So maybe the kid being like them, them like looking up to Jedi's. Obviously, Anakin looks up to Jedi's and saying that that's wizard <laughs> is like saying that that's cool because wizards are cool. <laughs> That's wizard as fuck, man. Wizard as fuck. That's our first T-shirt. Yeah. From Hey There wizard Jedi. As fuck. Um. Um. With, with with when I love it how just before he was about to race, it comes to light that he's never finished a race before and he's never won a race. Yeah. <laughs> he's never completed. I was just a race. like, it's like, gonna be dirty. But Qui Gon believes in him. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. like he like doesn't stray at all. He's like yeah. You'll you'll do fine. Entire time, and all he and he and he gives him very minimal advice before he goes. You'd think him knowing that he's uh, like he can train to be a Jedi, he's strong with the Force. You'd think he would maybe give him more info, but no, he like says two things to him. Yeah, just use your instincts. Yeah, he's like feel. He's like don't look, feel, or not don't look, but he says like feel your instincts and don't think. Yeah. Yeah, don't think too much. Yeah, that's all he said, and then that was it. And I was just like, give him something else, man. Like, you could do this or something. Yeah. Oh, no, you're you know? a child. What the fuck am I doing? This seems wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. putting a all You could die. <laughs> like, right, like, in the race, we see we saw people die. Their, yeah, I know. <laughs> their pod races blew up. <laughs> he would be and in, like, and grade four. his mom's four. just watching along, like, do 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 you could do it, Annie. You know. <laughs> At a, next time you're walking down the street and you see like a nice family, just try to convince them to let one of their children get into a NASCAR and see how they fucking do. <laughs> a NASCAR death race. 
Yeah. You can He'll use, use his instincts. <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll use his instincts. He'll be all right. Yeah. Just remember, Timmy, you got to feel it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's the only Don't thing I'm going to say to you. <laughs> uh, poor Shmi, man. She, but he wins. He wins. Yes. Uh, epic race. Um, we epic see, battle. Uh, one thing that we should be mindful of going forward throughout the movies, too, is this would be uh, R2-D2's first visit to Tatooine as well. So when mm-hmm. other stuff is coming up, he's just been hanging out with fucking Obi-Wan goddamn Kenobi for the last, like, three hours up until this point. And then years later, he's taking fucking Anakin's son on that same path up to see Ben Kenobi and like yeah. he doesn't mm-hmm. say shit to Luke. What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, it, it's it's definitely cool. I helped your dad win a race and then blow up a ship, so I'm yeah. gonna help you yeah. do the same like, thing, you teenager. You think you think when R2 ran into Luke, he'd be like, "Bro, I got some stories." <laughs> like, let me. And he shows him holograms of everything that uh, happened. <laughs> your dad was a badass man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, and if pod racing was still big on, like, if the Empire didn't uh, uh, get rid of anything, then wouldn't there be legends of Anakin Skywalker on on Tatooine? Like, the yeah. the child-human pod racer? Which I wonder if Luke had heard those growing up and just never put it together. Like, maybe Skywalker's like Johnson. It's just a popular last name. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be. Oh, yeah, I'm Greg uh, Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Not as famous as my cousin, Skywalker. I tell you that much, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Skywalkers. I know some Skywalkers on, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. Where, on this planet. Where's the value from? <laughs> senator Palpatine, who is the senator for Naboo. Uh, kind of, like, did you appreciate kind of knowing uh, Emperor Palpatine and then getting to see him in this movie? Or was that like, meh? Or did you even clue in, Attic? I honestly, I didn't even clue in. Yeah, okay. I, I thought that in. was. Pro- I I thought that might happen. Uh, um, I'm rocking my brain. I was just like, "What the fuck?" When because when I was a kid, when I was younger, I didn't put it. I didn't put it in to perspective either. So, um, Chancellor Palpatine is Emperor Palpatine. Oh shit! So from, you know the the first three movies yeah yeah like who does darth vader report to the emperor yeah Yeah. that's so and they do say his name in those movies so it's like all you would really have to notice attic is the name because in the movies or you've only ever seen palpatine as like hologram or as a message right or or no you've only watched the first one i've watched watched new hope right oh yeah new hope and and then Empire. empire okay so yeah yeah. so yeah you know palpatine as hologram yeah i just i didn't put them together yeah. Right. And like, the, and the only part of uh, uh, the emperor you see is just his mouth, right? Because his cloak yeah. is so, and his voice is slightly changed. But in, um, in uh, Phantom Menace, you can he- you still hear that voice. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because when he they shows go back, up on the holograms to talk to the Trade Federation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you didn't even clue oh, into that. That, that was the same person. Honestly, I did not, not clue into that. I <laughs> yeah. Did not. Yeah. He's he's a double agent. Fuck. Check out the time. Yeah, you look like um, Pocahontas. Oh, thank you very much, Casper. You know, the ghost. All right. So how are you? 
you then, you big bloody man? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I've had a few things to work through, you know. With Sarah? No, with George Lucas. Over a year. It's been 18 months, Daisy. And it still hurts. Well, I didn't think Phantom Menace was that bad. Uh, and then we're introduced at this point to the absolute best part of the entire movie. And uh, Darth Maul is the apprentice. And he steps up and he like reveals himself and he's got the horns and the fucking tattoos. I love that. So cool, man. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. I remember he was all over all over the fucking Pepsi cans too. Remember that? Oh man, yeah. like he they <laughs> the laid into him hard. Oh, he was <laughs> in, everywhere. in terms of merchandise. He was oh yeah, everywhere. Oh yeah, everybody had a, a double bladed lightsaber. Yeah. Everybody did. Oh my god, that when... double bladed lightsaber was sick. He gets mm-hmm. he gets onto his like Harley fucking uh, speeder too, like yeah. that like, short like kind of like bike just. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a badass. His he was a Sith ship awesome. too was amazing when it approaches the planet, and it's just this the design and everything of it kind of folding up and just landing. It was so cool. Uh, mm-hmm. As they leave, we see the first battle between Qui Gon and Darth Maul, and uh, they're they're fighting it out. Uh, Qui-Gon managed to backflip onto the ship, which was fucking awesome. And then they they leave, they get to Coruscant. I'm sorry to be speeding us through, I just know it's yeah. already 10 o'clock. No, it's all good, man. So we land, we're introduced to these characters, uh-huh. then we get to the Jedi good. Council. Uh, we see Mace Windu, played by Samuel L. Jackson. We see uh, Yoda. We Sammy. get to see Kid Mundy. Qui-Gon's like, we fought a Sith. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. That's a dark Jedi. Um, so yeah. part of the, the history to this point is that the Sith have been defeated. There was a great war mm-hmm. hundreds of years ago where the Sith were plentiful. And because of their nature of being so evil, there was all this infighting, backbiting, and killing of each other. Um, and the Jedis managed to defeat them. At, after which the only Jedi that would use or the only force users that use the dark side of the force, they are referred to as dark Jedi because they wouldn't have the religion of the Sith since that was all destroyed. Um, they came from the planet Korriban. We, we get the introduction. We're into the political intrigue that would uh, come to follow throughout a lot of the these movies is the fall of the Republic. And we're, we're seeing those these instances and the, the lines that Emperor Palpatine is pulling, or sorry, just Chancellor Palpatine is pulling at this time. He doesn't put his name forward. He gets Padme to put a no, vote of no confidence in so he can come into power. But we've also seen him talking to the Trade Federation as his Sith Lord uh, thing uh, persona and manipulating them into attacking Naboo so that he could get her to go there so they could start this mm-hmm. and they got like all these different like it's diabolical stuff going on and then we are at the same time in the Jedi Council you know uh, not far away from the the Senate building where the Sith mastermind is and they're like oh the Sith don't exist like they've become blind to whatever evil it is and 
they they interview Anakin. They're unsure of whether or not they can allow him because he has attachments. And through attachments, you feel loss. You feel pain. Pain leads to the dark side. So they're unwilling to allow Anakin to be trained at this point, even though they know that he's strong. Something that we missed previously that is important that we should discuss is midichlorians. Sean, do you want to take over midichlorians? Because I, I hate them. <laughs> midichlorians. So those are the uh, the little the living things that uh, exist in our cells, every cell in our body, and uh, they can, through some sort of test, uh, detect how many midichlorians you ha- you like obtain in your body in your cells. And Annie has more than Yoda. And mm. Master Yoda is Master oh, Yoda. Shit. He's arguably one of the most powerful Jedis around. And Annie has more than him. So they do take that into consideration. But what's interesting is how that outweighs um, or his attachments, his emotions, and his feelings outweighs that how powerful he could be. And also with... Um, Qui-Gon stating that he is the chosen one. He is supposed to be the Jedi that will bring peace to the galaxy or to the universe. Right? And they still don't want him. They don't they don't even they don't want to consider it regardless of who he may or may not be. He's got cuz he's wow. too old. He's gone too far. After the rough cut screening of the movie for the first time, Everyone in attendance looks just as baffled at the clusterfuck as we were. George admits to throwing too much out there. I may have gone too far in a few places. Um, yeah? The editor then attempts to explain pacing and why four scenes with totally different emotional tones don't work well together. In a space of about 90 seconds, you know, you go from lamenting the death of, you know, a hero to escape to slightly comedic with Jar Jar, you know, to mm-hmm. Anakin returning when... But he kind of realizes he's wasting his time, so he stops. Rick McCollum is frozen in utter shock at how horrible the movie was. Internally, he regrets not challenging Lucas on some of the things he was worried about. Lucas then realizes that he can't remove major segments of the movie and editing because they're intertwined. I mean, I've thought about this quite a bit, and the tricky part is you almost can't take any of those pieces out of there now. Because no, each one kind of yeah, takes, takes you, you to the next place, the next and you can't, you can't jump. No, you don't know. Hey, it's too late now. Later on, after everybody started drinking, Lucas attempts to explain his newly minted bowel movement as bold and extreme, stylistic. It's stylistically designed to be that way, and you can't undo that, but we can diminish the effects of it. No one looks like they know what's going on, and they all look like they're about to start pointing fingers. But that's just my interpretation of this footage. I wasn't there. Midichlorians are stupid, too. I think we just need to say that. The idea that it's like <laughs> these microorganisms inside your body as opposed to Absolutely. the way that you feel the energies through the universe and maybe someone's more attuned yeah. or not to it frustrates the fuck out of me. I don't know why yeah, he had to I, do it. I much prefer the... Um, the explanation, I don't know if I've come up with it, or maybe I've just talked about it with other people, is that mm-hmm. the force is more of an ether. Yes. Right? It's energy that passes through us, and mm-hmm. we can feel it. We can like we can all feel it and experience it. And I know we've gotten into, in a previous episode, we were talking about aliens, but we didn't talk about aliens. <laughs> and we were talking about that existing <laughs> in, potentially in the real world. But um, 
yeah no i i agree with you tim yeah thank you for agreeing with me i just it was needless and i know that it opens up stuff for other things but you could have done it other ways carry on <laughs> so they go back to naboo because they, they 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 feel like now this political machine is going and the government is so big that nothing will be accomplished uh there are people that say this is a ham-handed uh, explanation of late-stage capitalism in the United States, and they they, mm-hmm. they want those kind of parallels drawn so that you could see the people's frustration with a government that doesn't necessarily do anything, or the United Nations, which is largely powerless but a great idea. Um, mm-hmm. I I think it's just a fucking movie. <laughs> I think it's a really cool political intrigue. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's just a movie. Um, They're just using you're just using relative information for plot, right? I hundred yeah. percent. That's agree. the way I see it. Um, <laughs> um yeah, it, I don't know. I, we go back to Naboo. We see, it, well, I again have my issues with uh, the the set design. I guess you would call it. Um, they gain the upper hand. Anakin gets into a ship. R two D two, suspiciously. The smartest fucking droid in the whole goddamn universe can't turn <laughs> off the autopilot. And he's yeah. just like, he was driving that ship. Can we just agree with that? Like, he flew oh, him ab- out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's as much he as didn't, a He didn't want... Yeah, <laughs> he didn't want Anakin to get hurt. I, I, An autopilot, and the autopilot was going to fly them away. I guarantee oh, yes. that's what he was going yeah, to do. Yeah, do. Oh, I thought he was specifically flying him into battle to test him out. Oh, really? I thought he was. I thought he was flying him. Because I thought R two was protecting him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or maybe R two knows things. Sorry, Attic. Maybe. Like I've talked about before, R two is a sentient being, and he knows things. Or maybe he has Mm -hmm. the force, and he could see into the future. And he knew that Anakin was going to, like mistakenly b- b- blow up their fucking th- their their main ship their headquarters right he like he did it by accident he hit the main reactor so the, the, this the, this like again I, I really enjoyed the whole movie but for him to go into their like mothership and then blow out that main reactor by accident I'm like that there could have been maybe a better way this could have been done i'm like you know he goes in and he takes like shik sauce and takes out like 50 people blows up this fucking capacitor and they win the war yeah you know what mm-hmm. i mean i'm like this all happened by accident i was just like maybe there could have been a little bit of better way to put this but whatever yeah still love the movie if, well, if he would have incorporated like let's say pod racing somehow into it like he had to go through a gauntlet there was a couple of them chasing him like the trench scene in the first yeah. star wars then you'd be like, oh, the pod race seems to have a huge bearing on mm-hmm, what's happening mm-hmm. right now. And then you would mm-hmm. have that linear movement as opposed yeah. to... My bad. <laughs> I couldn't believe some of the things they wrote about the prequels. You know? I mean, but really, beyond I didn't like it. You ruined my childhood, and I'm still angry about the way they treated Jake Lloyd. He was only 10 years old, that boy, and he did exactly what George wanted him to do. Believe me, I understand clunky dialogue. I almost got hornswoggled in that documentary 
where I, they weren't calling it the people versus George Lucas at the time, but I could tell from the questions they were asking me, they were, it was an open invitation to trash George. And I have issues with George, but I love that man. I would never, you know, and I don't talk outside the family. It's just brutal. I just, uh, one of the reasons I would never let my kids be in show business. Wait till you're 18. Well, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, we, we are getting to see maybe Anakin unwittingly using just his superior sport, uh, his force powers by being in the right place mm-hmm. at the right time and guiding him to shoot just based on feeling. Um one of the most iconic lightsaber battles of all time is the Darth Maul when he like even just enters into the pilot's bay and then both the other yeah, one yeah that was cool that was cool I, I want to find I, that I really because, enjoyed that fight scene yeah because in the first um, Darth Maul fight scene he only uses one blade mm-hmm. right because it's a short battle before Qui-Gon jumps up into the ship and they take off of uh, Naboo. And then it's that scene where, like, you see the second blade open up. And that's when, like, the little kid kid in you is like, yeah! Yeah, that's (laughs) what I was. I was just like, this dude is badass! And he does, like, flips and shit. Like, he's... Yeah, it's it's awesome. did such an awesome job. Like, bringing full fucking crazy backflips and movement to it. Yeah. Looking just evil and like projecting that like Darth Vader did with the mask. He's doing it with his, like his limited facial movements, but just the look and pacing. It was so cool. Um, Qui-Gon gets stabbed. Obi-Wan cuts him in half and he falls down a shaft, which again would become a very uh, (laughs) cyclical part of the series. Always someone's just, falling down a shaft <laughs> always yeah we've seen really really like that's that's like a stipulation in any ship is there has to be a, a shaft know, yeah, about, right. about a thousand yeah. meters long or deep yeah. where does it go we don't know <laughs> and like and gravity has full force on it so if you go into that shaft you're that's dead right. <laughs> yeah you're dead are you or are you? It's probably yeah, something shit. for that's a reactor. Right. <laughs> I guarantee you, it's to a reactor. I think that's pretty you much the end of the movie. We we see uh, Qui Gon's funeral where they're burning the body. Yeah. Uh, Obi Wan becomes a knight. Anakin becomes his Padawan. They never go back to save his mom, which I I feel is an odd choice. Mm-hmm. See, it- I thought I thought and and, and with that, I thought what they were gonna do. And maybe they do it or maybe they don't. But, like, the next movie, you know, like, when Anakin becomes a bit more trained and stuff like that, he would eventually go back for his mom. Yeah. It's possible. But, like, they would have the money. They're the, they're the biggest religious yeah. organization in the galaxy on, like, the yeah. most <laughs> wealthiest planet. But they, but they wouldn't want his mom there because she would hinder his training because he has an emotional attachment mm. to her. And yeah. the Jedi is not, right? And that Sound is why bitch. I believe the Jedi needed to die. And I'm going to continue to push this narrative throughout it because what a weird religious sect that couldn't be like, your mom is going to Corellia. She is going to live there. We're going to give her a happy life, set her up with a job because they have the means to do all of this. 
but we're mm. going to keep her in slavery so that you can focus on training That's and right. accepting your indoctrination into this fucking uh, space yeah. wizard cult. It, yeah, it'd be more beneficial if he knew that his mom was well off and mm. safe and okay. Mm. Then he could focus on being a Jedi. And but now, no, we're going to take you from her. Yeah. Sorry, she's still a slave. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. if it doesn't it's, start it's, it's to work It's kind of a out. recipe for a... Yeah, it's a recipe for a disaster, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if it doesn't work out, all right, go be with your mom. You're no longer in the Jedi Order. We will monitor you to make sure that you never fall or do anything terrible. But, like, obviously you can't handle this. Yeah, As you're, you're an angsty teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Can't we handle try. an angsty teenager. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we um, stick to stealing children, is because children accept the indoctrination <laughs> of our forefathers so much more. Um I like the ending of the movie when um Yoda and Obi Wan were having a conversation about training uh Anakin and how Yoda was still like not approved of it. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I really, I really, I mean, it, the scene was only like 15 seconds or whatever, or 20 seconds, but I really enjoyed that. It just, it, it showed you the respect that these guys have for, for Yoda and the respect that he gives right back to them. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Overall, would you guys recommend this movie? I would for sure. Yeah. The worst Star Wars movie is still better than any other movie, especially. Those so this is like, Star has this Trek been ones? dubbed yeah. the worst Star Wars movie? It was 1977 when the world became alive. A sci-fi movie so profound. Then 20 long years later, it all became a lie when they changed it all around. Han stepped on Jabba's tail. The old versions are for sale. I don't know which is worse. They put in all that CGI And I just wanted to die When I saw Greedo shoot first That's why we say George Lucas raped our childhood 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 But there was more to the story and Luke, so they went back many years. They made the prequel movies, so excited I could puke. But then all that came were tears. Episode one just stinks. Remember Jar Jar Binks and how he stepped in poo. It'll never be the same. Many Koreans are. With Naboo. That's why we say George Lucas raped our childhood. 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 George Lucas came down in the form of a giant swamp bat to abduct my childhood from where it was innocently picking flowers by a stream. 
And I swear, as sure as the twin sunset on Tatooine, that I will never give Lucas another dollar of my money, at least until the episode three super special edition DVDs come out. I gotta get those. I try to close my eyelids. He says the movies are for kids, but I can't believe the. Yeah. Well, oh, fuck. What's... I don't know. I, th- I think I know people that dislike um, Clone Wars. Like, I like it. I have a good friend who this is, like, um, Phantom Menace is one of his favorites. Honestly, it, it's at the top of mind right now. Did he ride a bike with a like... helmet for a lot of years? Or... <laughs> <laughs> he was dropped a few times on the head, maybe. Seriously, this is at the top of my list right now. Like, I, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Well, you know what? I, if I know you the way I do know you, you're going to enjoy the rest of them. Mm-hmm. You're going to oh, have I know a that great I will, time. For sure. Yeah. And you know what I feel like this is re- this is doing? Is it's opening up me, and from what I saw today too, Tim as well, we're kind of like, we're going through this with you and we're getting new appreciations for it. Yeah, We're yeah. like, we've spent so many years of listening to other people's theories and listening to other people complain about you know, this, that, and the other thing, and it's like, shut up, and just sit there and enjoy it. Enjoy it. And enjoy, enjoy it. the That's flashy it. lights and the yeah. and the spaceships. Oh, fuck. And, I and awesome. the fighting, it's all good. <laughs> I will tell you, like, Clone Wars era stormtroopers are close to my heart. They're my favorite design in all of science fiction. So we are, uh, we needed this to get there, and I will accept that. But, uh, uh okay so the movie's over there's one theory that we really need to get through and it's going to impact the way that you watch the next two movies the rule of two one master yeah yeah, one apprentice so supposedly darth maul is the apprentice of uh emperor palpatine emperor palpatine would have had a master if so what it could be is that emperor palpatine's master still exists and he is the apprentice and he has to kill his master to take over that role and then his apprentice would step up into being his subordinate the rule of two would continue that's the way it's been going for a few hundred years since the extinction of the sith is it possible Jar Jar Binks is the Sith master that Emperor Palpatine answers to? What is evidenced by this is huge. For is this space. is this a theory? It is yeah. a theory. So there's a lot of inf- a lot of information on it too. A lot of people ha- agree with this theory and have looked heavily into it. A lot of people have dissected the movie, slowed it down, rewatched scenes. Wow. And I and after reading a lot about it, Tim, I it's a very interesting theory. I love theories. Like I'll dive into it and I can appreciate it. But some of the things I feel are they're they're grasping at. You know? I some of them are reaches. That this theory was correct until everybody hated Jar Jar. And then they yeah, wrote yeah. the subsequent <laughs> movies. Because like yeah. you'll you'll see him walk into the room, say a single line and then everybody changes their mind or starts to agree with him or will parrot the way that he says something. And that is someone like using a hmm. Jedi mind trick. Using the force. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, Emperor Palpatine does not want to be around him or in the same room as him. And you, you see him, like, kind of avoid him. Um, yeah. But, like... When Jar Jar addresses the council, he convinces everybody in the, in that scene to... Uh, to... Um, to to go like to go back to Naboo, yeah, right, exactly. And he, he convinces an entire Senate full of people. That's being, crazy. Yeah. Fuck. At the start of the movie, when he plays it dumb in front of uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon by falling underneath the tank that would have never hurt him in the first place, uh, that he has a life debt so he could be around them so he could manipulate events. Uh, one of the first words out of his uh, mouth was when Qui-Gon asks him, are you intelligent? He's like, mm-hmm. I can spec. The ability to speak does not make one intelligent. Which... Yeah. <laughs> Looping back to our original conversation about how some people are just dumb. What a great line from Star Wars that can affect your life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. From that character to his bumbling as a general to being articulate enough and swaying enough that he convinced the entire council, uh, the entire Senate, to go along with uh, going against the Trade Federation, which controls all of their money. Like, all these people acting in their own self-interest and greed and uh, the corruption of the Republic, he just, like that. I don't know. Mm. One of the most powerful moves is to make yourself appear um, uh, under like under underestimated. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Right. Yeah. Like, um, let let's get into that article that you sent me where he's he displays very similar um, traits to um, kung fu and uh, and how there's what was that punch. That punch drunk, or no, that drunk boxing? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, basically, drunk, uh, drunken monkey was the Jackie drunken... Chan movie. But Jackie oh, Chan yeah, movie, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So movie. he he acts in that way where his body is so soft and malleable, you can never really yeah. hit him because he is always flowing Un- and unpredictable. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. And- yeah, and in the article they show like gifs from the movie of him doing certain like physical maneuvers that would like kind of like give you an idea that he might be, you know, a trained mm-hmm. uh jet like Jedi or Sith Lord now, but like still trained in the Jedi arts, right? Yeah. Um who would have been on Naboo uh, as Palpatine was growing up? Who better to influence a uh a possible rich kid into getting into the Senate to get the, uh, the approvals to start messing with everything to manipulate it into the way that he would one day become the emperor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Tim mentioned it earlier too, when he said he did that, uh, that really high jump and like flip into the water when he was bringing them to his city. Is he just a strong alien or does he have force abilities? I didn't see any of the other soldiers doing a 20-foot standing leap in the middle of battle to get out of the way of one of the tanks. And, like, the way after um, Qui-Gon saves him from getting hit by that ship that would never have hit him, he does that, like, backspring 
to get back. To yeah, yeah. That's, yes. a, that's, a, that's a kung fu move. Yeah, that was like a right? Jet Li move, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's what saves this movie in large part for me, is the idea that I, you would have this bumbling fool kind of controlling all events. That's a great fucking storyline. It is. I enjoy it very much. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I really, really enjoyed this movie. And again, I had really low expectations. So it really mm-hmm. blew me out of the water. Honestly, we made sure that you did that. that. We, yeah. Yeah, me too. We made sure that you had low expectations yeah. going in, though. Um, that's good, though. Um, I agree. When I rewatched it, I had a, I had a new appreciation for it, Tim. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I have, I'm really loving this series because rewatching these again with the intention of talking about it. It's cool. Is, <laughs> it's, it's brought it all back. Yeah. You know, I love it. I am smiling from ear to ear. Like I get to begin my night by talking to two great guys about fucking Star fucking Wars. right. This is awesome. <laughs> um, well, this What's has next? been Hey There Jedi, a bearded and bored podcast. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna actually go down that road, but I'm just gonna establish it now. Oh, I hey like there, it. Jedi. I like it. I like it. Uh, I, I would ask everybody out there. Um, it would be really wizard if you could give us a five-star re- review on iTunes. Um, always follow us on Instagram. Email us on at our Gmail. Both are bearded and board podcast at gmail.com. Or sorry, bearded and board at gmail.com and bearded and board podcast on Instagram. Just talk to us. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. And uh, we'll grow and we'll listen or... We'll just keep doing what makes us happy. But uh, we want you to be a part of the conversation and enjoying Star Wars as much as we do. Um, yeah. Uh, you guys have anything you'd want to promote? Or... Um, you guys can check me out on Instagram, at guyand.hisgrill. Uh, summer is winding down, but we got a griddle all set up all winter long, frying that shit up outside. So uh, check me out on Instagram, at guyand.hisgrill. You made the most delicious burger today, dude. <laughs> oh, I know. Just wait till the picture. I have other pictures and videos. I just have to put some shit together. It was stuffed with cheese, too. Ooh, it was nice. so good. If oh. anybody listening loves burgers, go to this man's Instagram on his story. It's going to be gone, but he'll oh, post yeah. it. <laughs> so look fucking at this good. Man, oh, that looks so good. I just like two and a half of them. I live three blocks away. <laughs> That's all I have to say. The problem is, the problem is, I was so I was so under the influence of some stuff when I made these burgers that I literally yeah. destroyed two of them. I ate like twelve oh, yeah. ounces of beef. <laughs> <laughs> I ate so much beef today. <laughs> the fact that you made it through an hour and a half recording after putting down twelve ounces of beef is a testament to how much you. He was stuff. yawning quite a bit. <laughs> oh, God. He's ready for a nap. Since I, I've had that beef sweat since I walked into this room. <laughs> it's been brutal. <laughs> Hey guys, what if the movie sucks? You and me could do that one. Yeah, totally. Sleepy burger, Fuck you me. motherfucker.
Yeah, fuck you. Look at him. He's, his eyes are barely open. I Look know. at him. <laughs> I'm fucking exhausted. I've been exhausted. And I was working from home today. I don't even know why the fuck I'm so tired. I just had so oh. much beef and fries. Do you have a carbon monoxide leak? I've been off my diet for like a week now. Oh, no. <laughs> fuck, I might. I got, a, I got the detectors everywhere. Nothing's been going off. So <laughs> good so far. <laughs> oh, we had a scary event uh, about two weeks ago. In the middle of the night, all of the uh, fire alarms in the house went off, and they're the newfangled ones where it's like, fire, fire, and beeping, and then the lights are going off. Uh, I came out, like, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm, like, ready to fight somebody. I'm like, what? who's, who's going <laughs> And, like, Zach is downstairs. I hear his door open. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Nothing's <laughs> on. I was asleep. Why? <laughs> when neither of us what happened? Said, we don't know. It stopped, so we Weird. just went back to sleep. <laughs> I just get out. So I'd be like, "Well, I'm out for the night." Ghosts. Something fucked up's happening here, and I'm not going to stick around long enough to find out what it is. Next week, Could've... do you want to do cattle mutilations for the Midnight Owl? Yeah, <laughs> I totally want to do cattle mutilations with you, Tim. Fucking right. Yes, that's uh, I've always right. wanted to. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't ruin anything, but we can get into the satanic panic at the time too. Like uh, the states were super religious in like the seventies and eighties in like the Midwest, so they thought like fucking cultists were going out and killing their cows, <laughs> trading them with their mm-hmm. blood and drinking rituals. That's fucked, eh? I'm excited to talk about this. Absolutely. With UFOs and shit. I want to give you nightmares. All right, boys. <laughs> Bye, boys. All right, guys. Till next week. Peace out. Thanks for jumping on. I had a great time. Me too. Word, same.